podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to episode 43 of a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. I'm joined by Snappy on this episode. We talk about aches and pains of being old, shitty housework, Beto O'Rourke, robots taking jobs, farmers, Catholics being mad, uh, how to handle money with marriage, a casino, uh, the college scandal story, Westbrook versus the jazz fan, I'm getting a new phone, the Thunder sponsorship deal, sex talk, and man caves. Thanks for listening. What up? We are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. So how's it been, man? It seems like you've been busy. It has been a busy week. Well, my wife went back to work, and I just got to do some extra stuff and just had stuff going on. Right. There just always seems to be something going on, so like three, four hours sleep a day. Hey, that's healthy. Mm-mm. I only get, I mean, I get probably more than three or four hours a night, but I do wake up super early every morning because my shoulders feel like they're going to fall off my body with pain. And then I wake up and I stand up and they don't really hurt that bad once I get up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Sounds like you need to go to like a chiropractor. See, I went to a chiropractor for like a year. Uh, I enjoyed the time there. I improved my posture a lot. That's all they're really good for is like to keep on your ass of like, hey, quit fucking sitting like that, you know, and stuff like that. Because really all they're doing is massaging you. All the pop and shit's just a placebo. But the TENS units they have where they like electrocute your muscles, mm. that shit's awesome. So there's like some parts that are good, some parts that are all uh placebo bullshit but i kind of quit going to them because one they do chiropractics on babies and i think that's fucking weird and then um the guy wanted to argue with me the vaccines cause autism and i was like you fucking fake doctor i'm getting out of here right but anyway i probably should find a new one well it's like if i go a while without one i mean because i got a sore back and then i'll go and i just feel great for a couple weeks See, that wasn't – like, I've thrown my back out a few times. Uh, it's a sciatic nerve gets pinched in my spine. My x-rays, my spine is like a question mark kind of, mm. um, which isn't good. So it does help. And apparently from what I've looked up on all the, you know, videos that disprove chiropractic sciences, it's just they're massaging. Like, if you went and got a massage, it would be about the same as if you went to a chiropractor. I've just never got a massage. Well, with insurance, I can get $15 at a chiropractor right. versus a $90 massage. Oh, that is true. Uh I haven't looked at what my insurance covers my chiropractor. I used to. I don't know if I'm sure it does. Um, but yeah, the whole back pain is a whole fucking bullshit. But that is fine. Like I've learned how to sleep a certain way to like my back doesn't hurt. But now my shoulders just they all feel like they're pulled out of socket and painful. Well, it and just hurt seems like about once or twice a year my back really starts hurting, and I'll like go to a chiropractor, you know, for like a month straight. Right, and then I feel great for half the year yeah well see i guess i was thinking like uh when you said immediately feel better i always felt worse for a couple days after and then felt better after the massage table i have a hard time getting off that right you know because i'm just still in pain but like i set up straighter and i just feel better yeah yeah i do definitely do the setup straighter thing and i'm like obsessed with cracking my knuckles not like an annoying amount but like i always do and i feel like i need to i pop my fingers and toes or whatever and uh so there's something about being going to the chiropractor and they pop your neck and all the other shit. You're like, yeah, that's probably good. Well, the chiropractor I went to hadn't messed with my neck because I just I was having hip pain, but 
I really think it was because all my foot surgeries. Right. And I'm limping, so I'm walking a little different. Makes so sense. So I kind of threw it out. It's helped a little bit, but I just hadn't had time to go. Well, I've had time. I just ain't made time. So this is the podcast about the aches and pains of growing old. <laughs> um, I guess I got to shout out uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. Uh, you can go there and pay money to get the episodes early or just pay me money just because you want to. That'd be fucking dope. And um, yeah, so got to shout out Snappy, my mom, Hurricane Haynes, because um, y'all are the three better fans. And uh, yeah, got that out of the way. Sweet. So, a lot of political or like, not necessarily political, but like a lot of newsy shits happened this week, and uh, I have nothing else to talk about. Um, besides, yesterday with my dad, we tried to we had to tile my bathroom because I mentioned a long time ago I knocked out a hole in my bathroom and waiting to fill that in, and it was like a fucking eight hour ordeal of just stressfulness and frustration and nothing quite going right, and then. Yeah, but right now it looks like it's holding. I'm just not going to take a shower until I'm for sure everything's yeah, super dry. you got to wait till it's set up. That's the issue. Yeah, so um, right now it's been like 18 hours since we stopped or whatever. So, But eventually we'll uh, that'll be good to go, I think. Um, the towel's like a slightly different color because it's like new. You know, right. it's like, like, God damn it. Well, we need to redo our bathroom. It's just we don't have the money because I... No good and damn well, we got to replace the floor in the bathroom. Right. Uh, I, already, I already know that, and I just don't have the money for that right now. Yeah, fucking houses are expensive. Like, I honestly think of all the time, like, because I was about to go buy a new lawnmower, right? Because that's my goal. I'm buying a new lawnmower, and my lawn needs mowing in the backyard because all these fucking weeds and the weed killer aren't killing it. And I could use my weed eater, but I'm just like, fuck it. Just need to mow it. And uh, I want to get a good one. But those are expensive. Mm-hmm. And then push lawnmowers are expensive now. And I don't need a fucking ride lawnmower from my backyard. A lot of people are like, get a ride lawnmower. And I'm like, just not yeah, that. I got, a, I got a quarter acre. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, what the fuck do I need a ride lawnmower for? So um, I just want to push mower, but I want a good one. I bought one at Walmart uh, two years ago that was shitty. I'll never do it again. Like, the fucking handle part is like when it shakes, the whole thing, like the bolts start falling out and shit. And I'm like, well, god damn well, it. Well, the Murray's used to be all right, but the ones they sell now are crap. Right. The one I want is a Toro, and they sell them at Ace Hardware, uh, and they're red. And they look, they, and I borrowed one from Skinny last year when mine broke um, for the rest of the summer, and they just felt super well made. But I looked them up, and they're like 300 bucks. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I bought a $300 one at Home Depot, and it's fucking amazing. And a buddy of mine borrowed it, and all of a sudden, the fucking automatic thing don't work, and I'm just pissed. <laughs> I can't let people borrow shit. <laughs> man, I know, but friend in need, man, I just can't help myself. Right. I mean, I normally let anyone borrow whatever. Um, so anyway... I have this whole week off, so the episode that, you know, the week this episode comes out, I have this whole week off work. Um, I'm not getting paid for it or anything, but um, I can't work because it's spring break. And so I need to do fucking yard work. I need to do my taxes. I need to make beats. I'm only on beat 47 of my 100, so I still have fucking way far to go. And uh, I just feel like there's so much shit to do on my days off that it's almost stressful to be off work. It's kind of like you was doing work yesterday and your dad came down early. And so I had a buddy come do shelves and my wife really don't have faith in this guy. I mean, he's just a hillbilly storyteller. Right. Hell, I don't even know his real name. He's got like three different names. (laughs) He's just one. He's, he's a weirdo. Right. But I can get along with him. Yeah. I don't think you would, but 
I mean, I, don't, I haven't met too many people I don't get along with. Well, this unless this guy would annoy the piss out of you. I, I probably, right. I promise you. And but she's like, well, "Why did you pick him?" And I was like, "Well, I have like all these construction buddies." And I was like, "Hey guys, I need shelves." And they're like, "Let me know when." And I was like, "Hey guys, I need shelves." Right. And they just keep procrastinating. And this is the only guy that bid on it. So what am I supposed to? I, I didn't know how to build these sturdy shelves because my beams are only every sixteen inches. I'm just not a handyman. Right. <laughs> So he's got this frame thing, and I'm still ain't picturing how it goes together, but it looks sturdy. But I still ain't got the final picture in my head, and we're hot halfway done, I guess. Yeah, I think you just got to have faith in the guy. I'm I mean, at so. this point, I, mean, I, I, I didn't really have a choice, you know. That's what I kept saying yesterday when everything was fucking up on the tiles. I was like, "Well, I don't have a choice. I just fucking keep fucking with it. Eventually, something will happen." Um, Fuck home improvement shit. So anyway, I'm about to go start renting again. If renting wasn't twice the amount of money per month as uh, trying to buy a house, I would probably go try to rent an apartment. Oh, <laughs> renting an Ada is crazy. I know. It, it is stupid. Um, also news. Uh, I mentioned a long time ago, so it seems prophetic, uh, when I said Beto O'Rourke was going to run for president after he lost to Ted Cruz, and you were like, he has no experience. And I was like, I didn't say he was good for it. I said he was going to run because he talks well. Uh, so that's happening. He's running for president. Like a million people are running for Democratic president. Uh, by I've the seen way. that. Right. Like a whole way more than I fucking know. And I heard him talk the other day. And I remember when he was running against Ted Cruz, I was all for him because I hate who everyone hates Ted Cruz. Right. He's just a but he looks shitty. He yeah. just looks shitty. Um, and I was like, oh, this Beto dude's cool. Right. He has a, some cool uh, way of talking and stuff. I heard him the other day and I was like, you sound like a fucking idiot to me. I don't know. Like. I don't know what changed in that time period, but he was just like, you know, I knew it was my destiny to, I had to do, I know, there's just something about the way he talked. I was like, oh, before you were all trying to be like logical and you had like this normal way of uh, almost monotone way of like, I'm just stating facts. And now it's like, I guess he's trying to be more people person-y, but I just didn't enjoy uh, his presence. I don't think he should be president. Cause like we said months ago, he has zero experience in politics. Um, I don't know if that matters anymore. Trump didn't. Obama had very little compared to a lot of other presidents. So I don't know if anyone cares about experience anymore, but I just don't know. Even though Beto is cool, I'm not sure if I like him on this whole Democratic side. Yeah, I see like there's a fuck ton running. Well, I don't know why Cory Booker's running. He don't stand a chance. Well, honestly, I think he almost does because he's a moderate. Like, he's more in the middle. Um, Where a lot of... Democrats at the moment, for whatever reason, are being just super what they're calling progressive, which I guess is liberal, like which they're like free fucking everything. And I'm not saying I don't understand it, because, again, I've mentioned on this podcast a million times and uh, this AOC chick mentioned it the other day to where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a really good point. That's what I'm always saying of the right now. We're scared of technology because it's going to take your job. But eventually that's going to happen and we got to figure out how we're going to live in that world and so why not figure it out now that's their idea well let's talk about this technology that brings up a point the walmart checkout okay i mean what do i have to respond to something there you just had a big sign yeah you had, you had nothing um they like do these self-checkouts but half of them aren't ever open and are cutting all these jobs and half the time they don't even work, and they still have to have a person there to fucking look over them. So what are are we complaining they took jobs or complaining they gave a person a job? 
place and they took jobs. All right. Well, you just had both statements in that. A lot of people complain about this, but I remember Walmart before this. They didn't fill out all those motherfucking lines with workers. They had six fucking people working 24 fucking lines, and they barely gave them hours that time, too. And they only worked people part-time, so they didn't have to give them benefits. This shit didn't start with Walmart's self-checkout. Self-checkout helped everything about Walmart. Walmart used to be standing in fucking line for an hour and talking to fucking dumb people that... I'm not super against self-checkout. It's just like... When I go, there's like two self-checkouts, so it's the fucking same thing, but you're just... If we're, I never it, wait. It, I have not waited if for your anything. Custom, if your customer base was... Just, this is what I see a lot of complaints about Walmart is just... There, I, there's no customer interaction anymore. See, I so, prefer that. 100%. I don't want to talk to anyone that works at Walmart. They're not the brightest people. No offense. They don't normally... They're not helpful. Normally, they're in my like way. America shouldn't be about cutting jobs, though. It is, though. It has been since the 90s. They've been shipping everybody jobs just, overseas. Everybody and, just wants to work for free or live for free. I mean, that's that's a great idea. I mean, I'm not against that. It's Okay, so I wouldn't say the common folk are like, hey, get rid of the jobs to robots. We don't want to work. I think it's the rich people saying, hey, we don't have to pay people if we make robots do the job. So to act like it's not the people on bottom that are now wanting free shit. It was the people at the top that wanted to be extra greedy. So, I, okay, I get that. Like, I don't I don't know who we're what we're exactly complaining about. All I'm saying is uh, in the future, there are going to be robots having all these jobs and there will be some people who do maintenance on robots and run the programs. I mean, but all these manual labor jobs will go away. And if we keep having babies like we are, there's gonna be too many people, not enough jobs. So we have to figure out some way to feed people unless we're just going to kill people. Well, that's what I'm trying to get at is like, what are we supposed to do? You know, for I mean, because we're supposed to work till we're 65, right? Well, money's made up. So I guess in a super progressive world, you'd be like, money's just super made up. So let's make new rules. Everyone gets this. I, seen I know that's other, crazy. I but, seen that something the other day where they were talking about, what was it, New Zealand or Newark? Was talking about giving a basic income for everybody. Yeah, the universal income. A couple countries have tried or starting uh, programs. Canada's tried it where they have like five hundred people get like a grand a month, and then like a thousand people get fifty dollars a month just to just fuck around. They'll be like, let's compare what happens. Like, does giving someone an extra fifty dollars a month really help them out if the government? You know. So I think there's people doing studies on it, but it really is just. And again, for our lifetime, it won't matter. But like two hundred years from now. There just may not be jobs. Like, what if it was like a video game where like literally every real job was robots and then people just had nothing to do and you just had to live life and be happy and there was no worrying and stress. That's just so foreign for us. It's hard to imagine. I'm not super against that, but I just don't understand how it's going to work. Right. And that, well, I think that's the problem is a lot of people like to throw up hurdles and nowadays of like, huh, and it's a lot. Honestly, I think it's all the rich people who run shit now because they don't want shit to change. Like, that world sounds horrible. That's where everyone's happy. Where right now, you are the ultra-happy person. Like, people are competitive. Uh, I just think it's, it's kind of like the movie, uh, remember that Justin Timberlake movie where, like, they people bought time? And then if your time ran out, you just fucking died. And that was the way the world worked then was like rich people just had infinite amount of time to live. And then poor people were, like, living 24 hours to 24 hours trying to buy time. And it was super interesting, that idea. And so I could see that world happening where the robots take over. It's like, all right, if you want to live happy with no job, this is how much time you got. Well, see, I mean, if we want to, like, cut the workers down to, like, four days a week, I, I'm i all for that. I, I just think we should have, like, more family time. Right. Uh, almost all studies suggest that working four 10-hour shifts is more uh, productive for a company and better for 
the person to have three it's better days for off. employee morale i mean stress anxiety a lot of uh state governments in the u.s have started doing it or giving people the option because it it just helps out but the job i got right now it's like oh man we can get an extra 500 billion units with you guys working the overtime but you never see the people in the office doing it well of course but we're not getting paid any extra i mean yeah shift right but i'm I telling care you man. less about that shift i would rather have 10 hours at home yeah it's the fucking man that's how i feel about it and what do you think about tax cards while we're on this you know people like i was in tractor pod like you have a tax card i'm like no i'm a poor person she goes well that's what it's for and i'm like well that's kind of funny because everybody that owns a farm or owns their own company are the ones that get the tax the right. tax write-offs i mean i'm a poor guy that owns nothing and i don't get that option right yeah um it is strange because I grew up from a place that has a lot of farms. You know, right. a lot of people are farmers and stuff. And in general, I'll say eighty percent of the people who lived out in the country on a farm, whatever, were wealthy. They owned all that land. They drove nice vehicles. They got all kinds of kickbacks if they didn't sell their fucking crops that year. That was cool. The government got it. You know, like it was all kinds of crazy shit. Now that other twenty percent were like my friends whose parents were the help. You know, the ranch hands. And they got paid shit. Mm-hmm. And they lived, like, way worse than I lived. So I'd be like, oh, okay, well, you know, pros and cons. Um, but, yeah, in general, I do think uh, the way a lot of the farm su- subsidies, is that what they're called or whatever they sure. are? Something like that. Um, it is weird. It's like, oh, here, try to grow this corn and sell it. But if you don't, and then now big corporations own it, and then they take advantage of some of these things. Yeah, but they're and, the ones that get all the tax. And that just doesn't make any sense to me. That's, like, not what that was about. Right. It was about to help. The poor person, but only all the rich people are See, still getting the benefits. Through marijuana, we can all become farmers again. Uh, I feel like that's the way everyone really needs no, to No, they're passing out. these new bills that fucking keep changing the laws and shit on what we voted for. And fucking Yeah, so we're in Oklahoma, and uh, recently we have medical marijuana laws that have uh, gone in place. And I did see, like, this week something happened. I, didn't, I mean, I don't really pay attention House to Bill 2612. And what does that do? It basically takes the patient's rights away. So basically, if they feel like a job is a, a safety job, right, you can be fired. Right. I mean, they can do that in Colorado right now. Like, if, you, if you're a forklift driver, you can't smoke pot even if you have a card. But if you smoke pot a week ago, they don't understand how pot works. I understand. That, that, that's what I'm getting. It's like, you can't say, you can't say, hey, you smoked pot 12 hours ago. That's not how this works. You don't stay high for 12 hours. Right. But honestly, piss tests can be fairly accurate on if you smoked within the last two hours. But it's like a lot higher content. They don't have content. that on the THC right now. Oh. I was like, because I know uh, if you drug test at a place and you just smoke, you'll have like an outrageous amount where they'll think you smoked a crazy. Like a guy come drugs. up to me the other day and was like, oh, you can get clean in 45 days. I'm like, you realize THC sticks to fat. I'm a big dude. It's a half-life, yeah. I was like, but I pick up drug tests, and it takes me every bit of three months to clean out. I mean, me and you probably have, like, a similar fat content. I mean, you're probably less now that you're, like, all on judo and shit. But um, I did go twice this week. Oh, yeah. How's that going? I'm still trying to get a hold of KV's, bitch ass. It was good. <laughs> it was good, but uh, I was so tired Friday, I slept through class, and I was kind of pissed about it. Yeah. Well, ki- kids are out for spring break, so I kind of got to get up with my eight-year-old. And basically, my sleep is, like, 8 to 10.30 at night awesome yeah um yeah i think you should sleep more than that fuck them kids no can't do it 
Um, do what I got to do. I created. I created them. I guess I got to take care of them. Kinda, but I never expected my dad to when he was working night shifts to be awake and doing shit. But uh, then again, there's I a whole story about that, but I'm not going to bring it up on the podcast, right? But I understand, like your uh, son, your young eight year old, uh, is way happier than I probably was as a child. I was like a not angry necessarily, but I was just a little smart ass and. I wasn't all happy. Then <laughs> he seems like a happier, happier kid than most. He's very happy. He's he's a good kid. Um, he talks a lot, but he's a good kid. More random current event shit is so Pete Davidson, who's on SNL, made some joke about the Catholic Church, right? Because why not? Their pet priests have been pedophiles or been caught being pedophiles I make and shit. Jokes about that all the time, right? Um, and the Catholic Church trying to uh, bully the themselves like that's the fucking 1980s when I'm like, I don't think it works so anymore. You know, they're coming out and being like, SNL be- has to apologize to the Catholic Church. They have to apologize for those jokes. And Pete Davidson will come back like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we couldn't make fun of people for raping kids. You know, it was just like, I fucking really enjoy the comedic take behind all this. And I'm just like, fuck you, Catholic Church, trying to tell people to apologize for a joke. First there's off. thousands of years and of you for guys evidence. fucking raping kids. Right, there's evidence. That's the only thing. This ain't fucking hearsay or whatever. Right. Like, you fucking every month hear a news story about, oh, in this country, it turns out this guy raped 300 kids. So I just really enjoy uh, SNL being like, ah, oh, fuck that. <laughs> but I just I'm wanted cool to bring it that. up. Right, because it's kind of the same thing on a lot of things. Like, uh, I always, and I know people hate when I, I don't know people personally do, I know people would hate. Like, I'm not, like, super pro-Israel necessarily in the sense of like in america for whatever reason like we just love them and they could do no wrong and if whatever they want we back up regardless i'm just like wait what they're just another foreign i don't know oh speaking of israel this is off topic but my neighbor tells me that israel has the best marijuana seeds because they've been legal since the 70s i believe it so i mean i've heard nepal but i'm gonna try to find some israel seeds (laughs) just to see if he's right Whatever, like, I watch Transparent, that's a really good show, and they go to Israel, and, like, that whole experience seems fun. Uh, but I have seen, like, videos of, like, super Orthodox Jews in Israel, and they'll say the most racist stuff about people, like, against me and you, too. Like, we're just as bad, like, they are the chosen people. We are dogs that God created to be their servants for whenever they take over the king. Like, you'll hear some shit, we're like, what? And these are, like, the people, like, at the center of their shit? I don't know. Uh, it's just weird, and then I think... And the Sopranos, I haven't started yet, but I'm going to. I saw. Oh hell meme. yeah! I'm going. I saw a meme the other day from it where uh, Tony Soprano saying something. You know, if the I and whatever uh, acronym that stood for Israel stood for Italy, you damn right we'd be a terrorist organization. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, that's a good point. So, uh, I have all the seasons if you want. I have every one of them. I mean, I have HBO. I'll just watch it oh, there. It'll be right. way easier for me to do that than put a DVD in. Okay. I don't. I mean, I have a PlayStation, but well, I don't have Well, back then, they had, like, you know, a bunch of episodes per DVD. You know, it ain't right. right now. One, two. Right. Well, I remember watching, I watched the first two seasons of The O.C. on DVD back in the day, and they were, like, four episodes, a, yeah. a DVD or something like that. And you're like, God damn it, when you have to get up and turn it. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, but now, I mean, like I said, I just have HBO. But me and Kubi have discussed a- it a lot. Xbox and PlayStation needs a disc changer. That would be awesome. I've always thought that would be, be pretty simple to do. I mean, because they did it with DVDs, and that was like a party you wanted to go to. Dude had like a 50 I mean, honestly, CD there's a Xbox coming out that it's not even going to have a disc drive in it. So they're going the exact opposite direction of that. They're Everything's doing online. 
They're going to do an all-digital discless version, but discless sounds a lot like dickless. So, so. thank God for my 15-year-old because uh, my son wanted this game, I guess, Ark, so he could play with his brother. And, of course, you know, we all got him a little something that they wanted, you know, being tax time, you know. Right. And uh, it was like 40 bucks. And my son's like, hey, you can get that online for nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. I don't even you know, understand I, why you would buy anything in Walmart anymore. Well, I just. Because I went by there the other day to look at stuff. I'm not that educated on the online games. and I, I literally look at. And I don't buy them. I haven't bought a new game. This, I have some list I can talk about. I haven't bought a new game in forever, and I really want to buy some new games, even though I'm still playing Assassin's Creed because I'm addicted to just the purchasing of video games. But I look, there's just so many sales, at least on PlayStation. I'm sure Xbox is similar. Like, this week is the Ubisoft sale, and last week was the EA sale. They'll just have games 30 to 60% off, you know, depending on they came out. So I was looking at some games on a sale this weekend, went by Walmart a couple days ago, just happening about their video games. And I was like, oh, fuck. If someone was there, they'd pay $60 for, you know, this Tomb Raider game. And it's $20 right now if you went online. You know, like, so it is just worth looking out there. If you're not yeah. someone who buys digital and you have the internet that can handle downloading it, you yeah, know. We, we do. Then, I mean, it it's always worth looking at, uh, in my opinion. Speaking of which, like, you like to buy video games and you have an issue or a, not an issue, a, a love for it. Yes, um, how much money do you save by not smoking that you can put towards that? Like, I was spending, how much money a month? I was spending over one hundred and fifty dollars a month on cigarettes. Okay, uh, none of I it know is you brought went, up smoking with chick. Nothing has went directly back to video games. I used to spend more money on video games. Probably I've uh, haven't really spent money on anything fun. I guess uh, music stuff, kind of like I paid for DistroKid to upload some music, and I've gotten Spotify Premium and little shit but i haven't really uh seen any of the money i used to spend on cigarettes go to anything fun i was curious about <laughs> that because i heard you and chick talking about it right you know i have a you quit but you didn't stone cold quit and i was like how much money is he saving right uh, i've been dipping less but i ain't been able to quit yet i'm sure i am saving money right because i used to just go to the store a lot more for cigarettes i get more drinks and stuff like that so I'm, i know i am saving uh money by and i'm sure i'm spending it on other stuff that's but like I'm sure it's just all going. So to you're groceries. not actually seeing it. But I don't like put money back necessarily. But also the way me and my wife kind of do it because we don't have a like a shared bank account. I know that's weird because a lot of you know married couples do that immediately, and it's not against each other. We just never did it. Is I'm totally fine to spend all of my money, and then she can save. Like she can be the saver, and she's the one with the savings account, and she has the money put back. And when we need big stuff, I'm like, hey. It's getting that savings well, account. But you, I'm cool with if it's in my account, I'm like, oh, I'll get groceries. I'll get this. I'll get it. So I just spend all my money and then hope I have some at the end of the month. Well, we have bills that like basically associated with, you know, I take care of this bill. You take care of that bill. Yeah, we have that as well. Go um, but like if one of us are short, we cover the other one. And then I'm like, hey, I got this amount of money here. Take this and use this. That's the way we do it. Right. We don't. We have a joint Facebook, not a checking account. <laughs> I don't even have a checking account. Yeah, you told me that, which is fucking crazy. Um, I mean, we could have a joint one. It's on a really big deal. It's just easier right I now. I got screwed on my ex-wife on a joint checking account. Started writing hot checks and right. all See, that, so I've never done that again. And me and uh, my wife are both like, like she, when she does this Alcrate thing, which is pretty expensive. I mean, not really, not compared to video games, you know, and... uh 
she'll freak out about it. Like, I'm about to purchase six months of Valkyrie. And I'm like, dude, you love it. You read books all the time. You get books in the mail. I mean, I'm all for it. Uh, but she's never going to, like, go buy it and not tell me. Like, she normally gives me a heads up. And I do the same thing. Yeah. You know, we're well, not, uh, like, I I work with a guy who told me about how his his wife doesn't get her own. Her checks go to his account now. And he's in charge because, like, she lost a whole paycheck one day at a casino. And I was like, what? I can't even imagine, like, getting a paycheck, taking that whole motherfucker to the casino. Oh, yeah, Oklahoma, if you're not from around here, we got a bunch of casinos everywhere. Um, and so he's like, my wife can't be trusted. So I'm just lucky I don't have a scenario like that. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. Yeah, we don't, like, there's a guy at work, speaking of the casino, he said his wife had a problem going to the casino and he'd be gripping at her about it. Right. And she's like, well, you don't worry about me. You go get yourself a damn hobby. So he said he went and got himself a girlfriend. Oh, man. And his wife's all cool with it. Well, you love the casino that much, I guess. That's fucking crazy. I mean, I've never taken more than, like, 40 bucks in a casino. Ever. Yeah. That's normally my strategy. And I go, like, maybe once every two years. And I play the three lines. I don't do the <laughs> because it. I don't know. It confuses. I got a simple mind, I guess. Right. I mean, I have a. I'll talk about my uh, casino strategy since we're on the topic. Uh, I went to casinos a lot because once I turned eighteen, there was a casino in Duncan, and every Thursday night was guys night, and they would give you free t- like ten dollars free on this card, and then you put the card in the machine, and you could use that ten dollars. So we all like me and my friends. As soon as we turned eighteen, would go every Thursday night to the casino for the free money and then my grandparents went every sunday morning because if you got the breakfast buffet that cost ten dollars they would give you ten dollars of free play on your so they had all these promotions and my grandparents were the top that loved the penny machines right but the penny machines like you're talking about all the lines has 64 lines so they'd play all the lines so they're really betting 64 cents Mm -hmm. but then if one line wins it's one penny times whatever right so it's like you're getting screwed. Like, yeah, you won 27 cents, but you lost, you bet 64 cents. Right. What the fuck are y'all talking about? So I learned that one pretty quick. If that's, I don't know if you're familiar with Lucky Ducky, but. Yes, Lucky Ducky's cool. Lucky Ducky and Mr. Moneybags. That's my two favorite. That's are, the ones I understand. Are the two. I was going to bring them up eventually. So the last time I went actually and won, because uh, I didn't go, I went back since I won fairly well. I, so this is like two or three years ago. Uh, me and Coopy went, and she went to go get a drink at the bar, and I was playing a Mr. Moneybags. And I hit one and uh, won like $500. And I was like fucking pumped. I was like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. He's like, I just got my drink. I was like, yeah, but I just won $500 and I don't want to lose any of it. So we're getting the fuck out of here. Um, and then I play Royal Reels. Royal Reels is probably my go-to if I had to be real honest. Um, you do have five lines to play, but you can change your denominations from like a dime or a quarter. And I don't only really play dimes or quarters, but you can go up to like a dollar per line and it gets crazy. But I just really like Royal Reels for whatever reason. And it has this mini game where you click these fucking doors and shit. But I've won a lot of money on Royal Reels over the years. So that's my go-to. There's a guy that used to work for me. He was real big into horse racing. I mean, he gets alerts on his computer. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was real big into money bags. But money bags play off of each other. Like the side-by-side machine. So if you walk up and you're playing and you're hitting and some guy walks up beside you, get up and walk away. Oh, really? Because them two machines play off each other. It's interesting. I didn't know that. At least that's what his theory was, and it 
made sense. Right. Because I'd been there sitting there like nobody would be there. I'd go up, start playing, and all of a sudden someone would snatch that, and then I'd get up, walk away, and they'd get up, walk away. Mm. There's theories. Everyone has their own theories. I mean, they just sit and watch. Right. I know uh, when I was 18 and my friend Jonathan went and he hit like $300 on a machine after this old woman had been playing it for hours and hours and she finally walked away and he was like, she hasn't done won anything. I'm going to play that one. And then he won immediately and she fucking started cussing at him and shit and yelling at him and security had to come hold this wow. old lady back because she's like, you stole it. You knew. And he was like, you left. What? <laughs> like, oh, It was great though. I, casinos are fun, but they can get out of control quick. I used to live with Pow Wow. He's very stereotypical uh, in the whole gambling addicted Indian or whatever. Uh, and I had to go in with him and he would give me half his money. So he didn't spend it because he would go over to fucking blackjack and he would just lose all his money in blackjack like very, very quickly. And I'd be like, God damn it. That's the bad. It's like I go in there and I spend 20 minutes and I'm out of my 20 or $40. I'm done. Yeah. I walk in normally uh, with this idea of I give Koopy a 20 and I'll have a 20 and then I'll probably have an extra 20, right? When she's not looking in case I lose it all real, real fast. Uh, and then, yeah, however long it lasts, you know. If you're there an hour, cool, longer, cool. I mean, but if I double my money, I walk away also. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, so, like, if I put in $20, if I get up to 50 I almost immediately will go cash in that ticket because they print off tickets, you know, and then I will put that 20 back in my pocket and then just play on that 30 no, And be so like, nothing's lost I would here. put the 30 in and still play on the 20 Yeah, either way. Something similar to that. But I would look at that way. I don't like, go very often. I'm not so. losing any money. Um I've thought about it lately going, but I don't we don't have money. I don't really so. enjoy the casino because I spend 30 minutes and I'm out of $20. Honestly, I haven't went since I quit smoking cigarettes, and I don't know if I can fucking handle oh, it. Oh, that was another thing that they was putting in, uh, like, SB 2612 right. state bill, is that you can't even smoke in a cigar bar. And you can't smoke in any bingo places, which all of our casinos are bingo places. Like, can't smoke cigarettes? Cigarettes or... Marijuana. Because right now, as it stands, if you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke your marijuana. Oh, I didn't know that was the rule. That's fun. Interesting. Uh, so you can't even smoke in a cigar bar. What's the point? Yeah, that is crazy. I mean, I haven't known anything about these rules. I mean, I don't... Well, no, they they come out with a, basically a bunch of rights that we had in 788 that the senators just like, no, we don't agree with that. I'm sorry, 57% of y'all voted for it. We're changing it. Right, and 57% of people to vote for that in Oklahoma is impressive because chances are most people that actually cared about it didn't even vote. You know, or a lot of people probably stayed home. That's how it normally works. Well, what they did is they put it on the general elections hoping no one would really come out because people don't like those elections. And then they had the most turnout they've ever had in Oklahoma. Yeah. So it backfired on it's them. It's almost like people really want to smoke their pot. They do. Oh, speaking of which, I ate a, I got recommended a 120-milligram brownie. All right. Nothing. Really? Nope. I ate it at 8 o'clock last, last Sunday morning when I got off work. Stayed up all day. Never felt medicated. It's interesting. See, any time I had an experience dead. with edibles, I just fall asleep. And everyone's always, like, you always read about people being like, it's this, they're so psychoactive and they affect you differently. And I'm like, I have never had any edible that didn't just make me go, oh, I'm a little tired. Yeah, ba- basically, I'm like, <laughs> I'll eat the caramels and stuff and I'll kind of feel relaxed and... And when I'm relaxed, I want to go to sleep. Right. I mean, I've had the 40 milligrams, 35 milligrams. They're decent. I can function on them, but, you know, I'm just nice and relaxed and I don't get anxious. Right. But I try, I, I really wanted to be medicated. I tried 120 milligrams. Got nothing. 
I was disappointed. Man, that was a bullshit. I did see people. Uh, I'm a member of the uh, some fucking net group on Facebook, right, for Oklahoma medical marijuana, and people are bitching about all the shitty bud at dispensaries. They're like paying a hundred dollars for some bullshit. Well, you know, like, what they're doing is they're charging fifteen dollars a gram, but there's no breaks. Mm. So if you get a quarter, you're paying seven grams at times fifteen, plus a twenty percent tax. Yeah, fuck all that. Because um, you got a state tax, a county tax, a city tax, and an OMMA tax. Yeah, I don't know how uh, people afford it, to be real honest. But whatever y'all can do. Um, oh, another big news story shit I probably got to talk about. I know very little about it, but I feel like we got to bring it up. Is this college scandal story that's taken over the internet, at least. Have you seen this? About the USC? Yeah, I believe USC's a Laura Lori Laughlin. Yeah, Lori Laughlin. Aunt Becky from Full right. House. Uh, and basically, they were just paying money to get the, their kids into good schools. People do it all the time. Right, but here's the thing. Is they were trying to pay people when you can just give a donation to a school, and they'll probably let your kid in. Right, that's what normally happens. It's like my parents donated half a million dollars to this school, and then they get in. I just wonder what's the You don't the give cri- it to, like, one person. I just wonder what the criteria is if it's that hard to get into USC. I bet it's similar to OU. OU, you got to have a 24 on your ACT. You don't have to. They want you to have a 24 on your ACT and all that shit. But I knew a guy who got a 17 on his ACT and got into OU because his mom went and had lunch with uh, the dean of OU. Oh, she Forrest Gumped it. Forrest Gumped it. Uh, She was a teacher of mine. And she told the whole story. And the whole time we were like, I know what he made on his yeah. ACT because he told me. Um, well, my daughter made a 26 on her ACT. I was pretty proud. Yeah, that's I what I mean. That, that was her first time. That's good. My first time, I done shitty, and then my second time, I got a 26. I'm not going to lie, I cheated. man. The first time, I got a 14. That's really bad. Well, you know what I did? I put, except for the math part, which I scored a 23 on, I put CJ on the rest of the rest. Yeah, that wasn't smart. And the next time I got a 17, but I am terrible at standardized tests. I get bored. I like, I have my teaching degree every, you know, I'm an A, B student. If I go to a class and they're teaching, I'm going to retain all that. I'm going to ace the class. Right. You give me a general standardized test over 20 years or something. I'm not going to pass it. I've missed my opti by 1.4 different times. Yeah. I, uh, I'm really good at standardized tests. It's like the only thing I'm good at. Um, and, and school wise, because I think it's all just common sense stuff. I know uh, people that weren't going to be like, no, it's not. But to me, I'm just I'm like, well, it's got to be one of these four. Let's figure it out like that. I just approach it all like that. Um, so it's all pretty easy. Whereas in sitting in a class and listening to some person talk about fuck, that's so boring. Well, I do. Get, so I'm just opposite. I do get bored, but I could sleep in the class and somehow still retain that information, I guess. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I do enjoy the fucking classes. So anyway, college scandal shit. All knows people are paying money to get their dumb kids into schools because they're rich. And I'm like, surprise, because I'm pretty sure that's fucking the way the world has always worked. Uh, also, Westbrook got into it with a Utah Jazz fan. Yep. I watched that game, didn't see any of it on the actual screen. I watched the whole thing. So, I'd, you know, they like, I guess, moved the camera when it happened. So the next day I woke up, saw all the news stories, was like, oh shit. I want to know how get down on your knees like you're used to is racist. Um, well, I think the idea was they're not saying 
they're taking as get on your knees like slaves used to have to get on their knees to put shackles on and not blow jobs. That never came to my mind. But the only reason why I think that wasn't quite exactly the same is because they quickly went found this guy's Twitter and he posts all kinds of alt-right white supremacy shit and had tweets about how Westbrook needs to get his ass beat and stuff like that in the past. So pretty obvious that the guy was probably saying shit. Okay. Now... Well. For that guy to act like he could even take... Like, Westbrook would fuck up any fan. I think it's so stupid fans out there fucking yelling at people. Like, this ain't professional wrestling. Any of these... A lot of these basketball players would fuck you up. Westbrook is like 6'3 and... He's built like a fucking brick shithouse, dude. Like, he would be, like, probably the best running back in the NFL if that's what he decided to do back in the day was play football. Like, he's solid. Mm -hmm. And people are going to fucking talk shit. And I'm just like... Oh my god! Just because they're a short motherfucker does not mean shit. But a short motherfucker in NBA is still bigger than you. Fuck yes. I mean, unless yeah. you're Muggsy Bogues, but I still wouldn't swing at him. I know. So anyway, that Westbrook thing was a big story. I did think Westbrook overreacted. He shouldn't have said he would fuck up the wife, but I thought it was funny as shit. A lot of people were acting like that was over the line, and I'm like, maybe it was, but it was funny. I, I'm sorry if you're in a bar and so, and you're talking shit. And, or, and then like you're like I'll fuck you up and I'll fuck your wife up too. That's funny. It is. Oh, yeah. It is. It's funny. So I don't. I know like people are like you can't talk about hitting women, but I don't know. I just thought it was pretty good. And then that guy's interview from the jazz fan that was like, and this was Jennifer's first game in the NBA. Welcome to the NBA, Jen. Like just when he talked, you could tell he was lying. Mm-hmm. What he said wasn't true. He said he tried to delete all of his Facebook stuff. Right, and so. I don't know. It was just obvious he was a fucking tool. Now, I understand everyone hates Westbrook. Uh, I listened to the NBA uh, Ringer show, or the Ringer's NBA show, and they have one with this guy who's the announcer, I think, for the Memphis Grizzlies. So he's, he was saying, like, out of any player, Westbrook gets it worse than any player, period. You know, fans love to hate him. You know, like, Thunder fans love him. Other fans fucking hate Westbrook. And he gets the worst thing said. He goes, I've heard horrible things said to him. He goes, so whatever that guy said had to cross the line because this happens to him every night. So knowing that, I'm like, the guy probably said something way worse. Well, I worse. think if someone's shit talk and you shit talk back, it shouldn't even be a big deal. Right. Well, I think Westbrook was mad because normally the uh, ushers or bouncers whatever you would call those people, would have already got rid of that guy. Well, the guy noticed it because you seen the usher behind him get up and start noticing stuff and slowly come, but let it go on. Right. I mean, he knew something was going on because the other guy behind him was like, oh, what's going on? And they was both looking, but neither one of them really acted. Right. So, I don't know. I thought it was entertaining on the videos. Uh, I think people are blowing it all out of proportion. I didn't see it being too racist, but I think the guy from his Twitter that was screenshotted had some racist tweets in the past so a lot of people were like well it's kind of easier to believe that story than to believe westbrook freaked out over him saying go ice your knees because that's that guy's story that guy's story is i told him to go ice his knees and i don't think westbrook will freak out over that so i don't know weird fucking story um since I- i'm looking at my phone here one more thing i need to bring up is i'm getting a new phone because my phone's all fucked uh what i think happened for a while it would just go from like 80 percent to nothing and just fucking die. And you're like, what the fuck? I think what it is, because I had a car like this. I had a car that you didn't know how much gas you had. Right? The gauge would just say where the fuck it wanted. And then every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, shit, I'm about to run out of gas. <laughs> I can feel it. Uh, I think that's what my phone's doing. Like, the number's just not right. Like, I could have, like, yesterday I had it on for hours, and it still said, like, 97%. And I was like, huh? And then it just died out of nowhere. So that's what's happening. But I'm getting a new phone, um, like a fucking brand new one. And that's cool. But I'm kind of bummed about it as well because I don't 
to you something don't new spend the money. and doing it right. Well, and honestly, the what? money's not that big deal because it's going to be a monthly payment the way U.S. cellular right. works. I can just do it I, like that. I got the same thing, yeah. And uh, I'm Koopy really needs a new phone, but I'm on my parents' plan still, and she's on her parents' plan. We should just get our own plan because we're adults. But my grand, my parents are on this old plan that's so cheap that it's like, well, I don't, I just want to stay on that. Um, so I need to get her a phone as well because she's going to be jealous once my new one comes in. But I am half excited. That's what I say about getting about a new phone if you, you lose half your contacts half the time. Well, I saved my contacts to my well, email today. The last time we'll on, see what happens. on this S9, it had a program or an app you downloaded and it transferred everything. And it was a, you know, the SIM cards are fucking worth it. I've never had luck with a SIM card. Right. But the fucking S9 fucking picked the shit right up. My phone was fucking damn near dead, the other one. Right. And fucking just. It was wonderful. Yeah, I believe there's like just a, they do that beam thing. It was fucking wonderful. Now, I probably won't pull anything except my contact. Like, I'll just log into my email and then it'll say, do you want to import your contacts? And I'll say, yeah, you know. Well, I take forever to download my pictures to a save file on a computer. Mm. So. Right. Yeah, I don't fuck with any of that. I'm trying to upload all my memes before I get my new phone that I've had saved, you know, to the Facebook profile or whatever. Because that's a big deal you for me. You just got memes on ready. I do. I actually go through and I just save memes. I don't want to post too many. I just post a couple a day. And then I get really sad when certain ones don't do well. But I'm like, fuck, that's good. Fuck all y'all if they didn't like it. You just had a couple. I don't remember what they was, but there's one of them. I, I got to shout out I, Carly because Carly likes damn near every meme I post. So Carly's the real meme homie, I guess. Her and There's Kirk one is. you post that I didn't understand at all. I don't remember what it was. Well, if we ever need explanation, you just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure, try. But I, I, I wasn't trying to hear your explanation that day. <laughs> I gotcha. Um, oh, another, I just have all these random uh, current event things if I got to get out. Is Trump called Tim Cook, who's the CEO of Apple, Tim Apple, right? And that became a news story for a day or two where everyone was making fun of, of it as in like Trump thinks every business owner's last name is their business name because his, you know, he Trump or and I was like, oh, that's pretty funny. And so they're like Tim Apple and Bill Microsoft and like, you know, they're making little joke memes. That was fine. I don't think it was that big of a deal. What was funnier to me was like two days later, Trump was like, no, I called him Tim comma Apple to save time because I don't have time to say last names, which is basically Kevin Malone on fucking the office being like, you say less words, save time, I will. And like, so for Trump to be like, no, I meant to do it. And I'm like, dude, just, you fucked up. Just say you fucked up. Why can't you say that? Instead, you got to be like, you're all wrong. I'm always right. And I found it very entertaining. I laughed about it for like an hour about Trump being like, no, I meant to call him Tim Apple. It was on <laughs> purpose. So I was like, this motherfucker. Um, oh, we talked about video games earlier. Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Still fucking awesome. Super long. Again, I'll say it like the 19th time. Like, if you want one game to play for a long time, like Red Dead, probably maybe even longer than Red Dead, but, you know, another big, sizable game like that. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is definitely there. I mean, it's worth, it's just a fucking huge game. It's fun. Um, now, it is a little too long the same way Red Dead was a little too long for me to where now I'm like, I kind of wish I was beating it and I could get a different game because, fuck, I'm still fucking hunting down all these cult members and, Finding my family and killing Greeks. I'm just at the point right now where I, I don't have time. Right. I don't either. That's like I was saying earlier. I want to buy games. All I do normally is uh, make music because that's like, you know, my goal at the moment is to do all that. And I play video games very, very little, but I'm still like, you know, I haven't bought MLB the show in the last few years and 
I could get into some baseball this year. You know, I played a baseball, I like baseball game. Baseball games, right? And so I've thought about getting that one. It comes out soon. I've thought about getting uh, Days Gone, which is like this motorcycle zombie game. It's about to come out. On a Sega, I played Tony Larusa baseball for fucking ever. Hell yeah! I don't. I would say probably my most played before the MLB the Show on PlayStation is. I mean, it's just the best baseball sim. There's nothing even close. But back in the day, I remember like Triple Play. I want to say was the name of the EA. Like EA Sports Triple Play. It's like they're Madden, but for baseball. So like Tony LaRusso is when the baseball game started getting good. And then the MLB shit took over. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I remember when me and my friends played a lot of uh, baseball games in high school. Because we'd always try to cheat. You'd like look over at their hands to see like... Because the ball would disappear, and so you'd be like, all right, where's their thumb at on the right joystick? Like, where are they throwing this at? And it was just all bullshit. But that, everyone did it, so it was just like... Yeah, you try to spin and throw screwballs. Right, and you, or you would like... It would disappear when it was on the right half yeah. of the plate, and then you would move to the left half and hope they didn't know. Uh, it was it was fun. It was kind of like when Madden introduced, if you like held the play you wanted to select while you press another button, it doesn't select a second play. It's like, like you could do shit, so if guys looked at your fucking hands you could trick them out and i was like yeah that's fucking smart because when you used to play video games like in the same room with people you said you had to play on the same screen you know it was a whole fucking thing like um all the old shooters like the halos and the gold knives like screen cheating was just a thing you're like oh they're in the blue room go to the blue room i can see it i can see it right there i know where they're at (laughs) i'm just cheating and then everyone be like i don't screen cheat i never look and i'm like it's impossible it's on one screen look at their three plays yeah. Like, okay. Well, it's one of those. One? Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah. It's a yeah. one run and two passes. So if it's if it's a run, you know where what hole it was going in or whatever. Uh, good old video games. See what else I got to say here. Um, the Thunder got new sponsors on their jersey, which is the Love's Country Store, which is a convenience store here in Oklahoma, and it looks so fucking shitty on their jerseys now. I got annoyed because I saw a whole fucking uh, Facebook thread on the Thunder uh, fan page where people were pissed that they have a logo. And I'm like, guys, if you watch the NBA at all, you would know they're the last team to do it. They were the last team. They held out as long as possible. So, like... But loves, man. I, I agree. I was it hoping it was so Sonic. tacky. I was hoping it was Sonic because that's an Oklahoma-based Actually, thing. Actually, Dollar General would have been funny. <laughs> Dollar General would have worked. Uh, but I've, if loves, if they could change the red heart to blue, yeah. like, I don't know if they're allowed to change the color of the logos, well, it would the, look fine. Well, the heart is red. Right. So, the, But that's the only thing that stands out to me is because it's red and nothing else in their jerseys Loves would be kind of on its way out. Sounds like it's been around. You know, kind of like people has their... They got fucking big old truck stops, sir. Yeah, Those I know. Truckers stop at them, and they're all good. Didn't you wake up drunk in a Love's uh, Seminole once? Can you tell me a story about that? I don't that? think it was Love's, but... Oh, um, yeah. I thought you were telling me something one day. I, 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 I did. <laughs> yeah, I woke up in handcuffs at a convenience store. Oh, shit. All right, well, we've gone pretty long here. Um, all right, I don't have any, like, specific sex stories. I haven't thought of any. Um, but I will ask you a question. Are you a talker during sex? Not particularly, but sometimes it gets so goddamn exciting. There's noises going on. Right. I, I mean, I'm not judging one. I'm not together. really like say my name, say my <laughs> name. You know. Well, so like, uh, I think I just see a lot of women that post you like they enjoy that, right? They enjoy a guy who makes noise in the bedroom, or whatever. And I always feel self conscious because there's something about me is like as soon as sex starts, for the most part, I make no noise. And I know that's super weird. And I'm, but like, 
I just try not to make noise because uh, I guess because I'm fat and I'm like, well, don't breathe too hard. And don't. Breathe oh too no, hard. there's noises going on, man. There was a lot of noises going on last night. Right, and like I'm too. Uh, I'm always trying to be funny. If I start talking, I'll try to fucking crack a joke, and there's never. That's. I mean, I'm not saying that never works, but generally, you don't want people laughing when you're in the middle of having sex. So I just try to make no. Like noises. that would might be a thing on like if one night stands or. But like if it's someone you've been with for years, you know, like your wife, right? You know, that's when you take a little chance of it because yeah. you're you're not as judged. Maybe. See, I'm. I would go the opposite route. I would say one not stand, never see that person again. Act like a fool. Your wife, you have to see all the time. I know, but my wife's you know comfortable enough that if she don't like it, she's going to tell me. Well, it's true. Um, I'm just saying, I'm not going to do nothing too embarrassing in front of my wife. That's all I'm saying. I ain't trying to get made fun of for the rest of my life. It's what I'm, how I view it, anyway. Um, so anyway, let us know out there, you know, uh, email us, let us know what you prefer or if you're, you know, outrageous talker or not an outrageous talker. Like either, We're kind of like when you fucking hit a certain spot like that one sex store you told her and she said, oh, God, or whatever. Right. You know you're doing the right goddamn thing. Right, right. I'm not saying I, mean? I don't give um, positive affirmations of like, good job, that's great, enjoy that. But I'm not ever going to be like, huh, yeah, you locked it? Whose pussy's this? Like, I'm never going to say no, that. Ever. I, ever in my life. I have friends who, like, will sit here and be like, I say that shit. And I'm like, what? Now, in my college days, when I was drunk and a little more confident. Not me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If I, I mean. I've never. So I guess oh, yeah. I've never been confident um, enough to be like, I own this pussy. Like, that's not something I've ever felt. I've been like, thanks for letting me come here and visit. And uh, Oh, you're like, after you do it, thank I'm a, you. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, you didn't have to, but you did. You know, it's one of those moments. <laughs> um, all right. I guess we can fucking end the podcast. Uh, well, there's one thing uh, I had. Uh, I seen a thing, a man cave versus a study. They was talking about, like, bring the studies back and all that, but. To me, a study is just a library for a house. Am I wrong? No. Okay. I was just saying it was like, I'll bring the studies back. The man caves are just for people who want to have fun and not serious and they're not smart. And it seemed like all the weird stories was like people in studies. Right. Well, to me, a study, like I said, is uh, something without technology. Um, You might have a pool table, possibly, but that'd be a bill or tall. Um, but yeah, that'd be a lot of bookcases and tables, right? And you'd sit there and read in the study. And that would make sense before television was invented. But I feel like this room I'm in now is basically close to a study. I have books. I have a computer. Microphones. But like, I mean, my picture of a man cave is something I want is like, I'm super into sports. And so I want my favorite sports team and all my old jerseys and shit on my wall. Right. But it's a place where like me and the guys could fucking hang out. You know, we're not going to sit there and fucking have book club. Right. But, I mean, I think you're just that type of guy. I don't think you're the type that would have had a book club regardless of anything. So, yeah, yeah. studies aren't really your aren't your shit. Uh, Travis is making a cool man cave. He sent me a picture the other day where he has all these shelves up and a TV and a computer. and. Oh, that's cool. I think I'm giving up my man cave dreams and next year turning back half of my garage into a grow room. That's better than the man cave, really, yeah. I would think. Uh, my little podcast room, I don't know what I'm ever going to do with, but right now it works. But I'm thinking about getting a second computer in here because uh, just have double the computers. Yeah. I don't know what that would serve purpose-wise, but it just would look cooler if I had two going. 
maybe. Or maybe I thought about getting a little Microsoft Pro, you know? Yeah. And then that way you could like, hey, what was that one thing? We well, look it up and fucking we could actually read. Yeah. I see like Powell was good at that on current events, like. He would have his mm-hmm. actual stories there, and I'm I'm just not good like that. Yeah, well, Powell liked to bring random stories from uh, Asian countries that no one cared about, so he had his weaknesses. But yeah, he was also good at um, his current event. He would just part search was, shit. His current event part was real good. And I'm I'm like slow at searching shit. I mean, I just like I said, I just make a list. Uh, it's honestly gotten a little hectic because I do so many podcasts, so I take each podcast a little less serious than I used to. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to read a few things off my list of random thoughts, and hopefully I can remember. Sometimes I write down stuff by people's certain names. Like, I have your name and others. And if it's something specific to y'all, I'll write it there. Um, but, like, I still got all kinds of other shit here, but I'm like, fuck it. I'll just get to that later because, you know. My brother texted me and said he really liked the the snappy beat. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of people like it. Any uh, Last night, Skinny uh, and one of his homies came by, and... You know, he's skinny's heard it before, but his homie hadn't. And I was like, I was like, I have to warn you before I play. This is the best beat I've ever made. I wish one of y'all put some words to it because that's just not my thing. My goal is at the moment is I really want to sell the beat, but I want to sell with some like exclude. Like you have to keep that hook and you have to make a song about titties. <laughs> like, like I said it to my brother, you know, my other brother Dustin, and he's like, "Was well, that all you know how to say, or is that all you know?" I was like, "It's a hook." I said, "I just learned what a hook was, but this is what a hook is." Right. Well, you didn't do it. I right. I sampled you from the podcast. Well, that's what I said. I was like, <laughs> he took a clip. I had no idea what he was doing. Right. I was like, he made his beat and he put it in there. I was like, I had nothing to do with it. And because the beat is dope on its own, but I, I, I mean, yeah, whenever I missed listen to it, I was like, man, I think that because I remember I'd save that and I've been wondering about. I was like, I think it'll just fit perfectly here. Yeah. Anyway, well, listen to last week's end of the episode if y'all want to hear the big O titties beat. Yeah, well, he just don't understand what a hook was, or I had nothing to do with it, and I was just like, you know, I think that, it was, was probably all. knowing your brother and your family, and he was just giving you shit regardless. Well, right, if he knew it anyway. Right, He's like, is that all you know how to rhyme? I'm like, well, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, so anyway, man, uh, that's all I got. You I got gotta go else? build some shelves. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you got two minutes till you got to be there. So yeah, all right, peace. Beats.